0: Your name is like honey on my lips, spirits like water to my soul. Your word is a lamp to my feet, Jesus, son of you, I love you. says that we are all made in the image and likeness of God. And because we are all made in the image and likeness of God, we do have some of his attributes. There are some things that God desires that we desire. Amen. Most of us would agree that it is wrong to murder. Most of us would agree. Amen that it is wrong to rape, that it's wrong to to steal. Most of us don't like being lied to. Amen. So we do have some of God's attributes, but because of sin, some of those attributes are skewed by darkness. Because how many of you could say that you've never lied, you've never done anything dishonest, you've never done anything bad in your life? And I know you could just walk by and ignore this message, but the reason why we are on the streets preaching is because Jesus has commanded a day in which he will judge everybody the living and the dead will be judged. And so we are here to proclaim the kingdom of God. Everybody is fighting for kingdoms on this earth, but there is a time where the kingdom of God will be established and God is not willing, not wanting that any one of you walking by here today perish. He doesn't want you to perish. And so it is with love that we come today to proclaim the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel is good news because we are guilty before God. If each and every one of us were to stand before God, God bless you. If each and every one of us were to stand before God without the blood of Jesus, every single one of us would be guilty of sin to varying degrees. But the thing is, God is not partial. Whether you're guilty of one sin or a million, you are still in God's eyes worthy of the lake of fire and some people don't believe in the afterlife they think this is just the life we have we'll we'll live and then we'll die but I want to let you know that God has placed eternity in the hearts of all men and that's what we're here to proclaim today that God has placed eternity in your hearts and so he has placed these things in your hearts so that by virtue you would feel after him Jesus said, if you come unto me, I will give you living water. This is water, spiritual water, spiritual refreshment, spiritual fulfillment. This is what Jesus wants to give to you. He wants to take your sin, put it away, and give you fulfillment. But the problem is people want fulfillment without letting go of sin. And sin is as long as you do not repent of your sins, you will be constantly, perpetually guilty before God. Some people ask, What is sin? Well, the Bible says that sin is a transgression of the law. What is the law? The law are the Ten Commandments. There are many worship, people worship many gods, people make idols. People take God's name in vain. They say, even Christians, they say, we're Christians, but we steal and we cuss and we lie and we cheat. People may claim religions, they may claim virtues, but they still lie and they, sh- and they cheat and they steal. It says, keep my Sabbath. Remember my Sabbaths. Well, what does the Sabbath represent? It represents ceasing from your own works, ceasing from what you want to do. In today's laws, we have the law of Alistair Crowley, do what thou wilt. People today are just doing whatever they want to do. And that is the law they live by. But God wants us to live by the laws of the kingdom of heaven. Because the kingdom of heaven, the laws in the kingdom of heaven are righteousness, joy, and peace. Sin does not give you peace. Sin takes away your peace. Amen? If you start killing people, you have to run for the... Po- Run from the police, amen? I have friends, when I was a thief in the world, I always had to look over my shoulder, always watching or anticipating the cops finding me. I had no peace, amen? So many people are murderers and they have no peace. They have to be in constant fear of being caught, in constant fear of retaliation. But Jesus is willing today to wipe all of your sins white as snow. He's willing to take all of the sins away, but you have to repent. You have to repent and live after the ways of God. You have to repent and live after the ways of Christ. Jesus said, this is the commandment of God. This is the will of God to to believe on him, who he has sent and the person that he sent was Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is who we are to believe. He is the fulfillment of the law. He is the revelation of the law. He is the revelation of the commandments of God. But so many people today, they hear a preacher like me and they want to fight. They want to put up the finger. They want to obstruct the preaching when they could just walk on by. Why? Because the Bible says that Satan has blinded the eyes of the people. The only reason why you cannot see the glorious light of the gospel is because Satan has blinded your eyes. He has the legal right to blind your eyes because you consent to sin. But I want to let you know God is so long-suffering. He is so compassionate. He is so merciful. The only reason why this world is even going on still is because he is not willing that anybody here perish jesus said i did not come into the world to condemn the world but that the world through me might be saved amen but you have to believe because the bible says in genesis 6 that god will not strive with flesh forever god is not going to put up with sin forever because sin is entropy it's a constant perpetual cycle of uh, 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 of mental, societal deterioration. Everything in society is breaking down. People don't even know who they identify. They don't even know who they are. There are so many definitions for who and what people are today. But that's because it's entropy. Eventually this thing, it's gonna collapse on itself and God is not going to strive with flesh forever. There is coming a time, very soon, where everything will collapse. This whole world will be destroyed. Sin will be judged. Sinners will be judged. Those that, that get down with the beast system, the Antichrist, in his ways, in his beliefs, in his thoughts, and ideologies. There is coming a day of darkness. The Bible says that the day of the Lord is a day of darkness, of gloom, of great terror. And the Bible says, Knowing the terror of the Lord we persuade men we are out here because we love you We really do We love you. We love everybody here, and we don't want to see you go to hell We don't want to see you bound to sin. We don't want to see you in in perpetual uh, Depression when I was in the world and when I was living in sin, I was depressed. I wanted to die I wanted to kill myself Because I had no no sense of fulfillment. Even if I had certain successes and accolades in this life, I was not fulfilled. I was not fulfilled because only Christ, only Jesus Christ can give you that living water. Is there anyone here who wants that living water today? Is there anyone who has tasted and seen today that the Lord is good? And so we want to persuade men, because like I said, there is coming a day where it will be sudden darkness, it will be sudden darkness. Jesus said, before his coming, there will be wars and rumors of war. And I don't even need to speak on that. Everybody knows what's going on in the world today. So there will be wars and rumors of wars, and the Bible says that the love of many will wax cold. So many people today are just aborting babies just killing people, just murdering people, senseless crimes, stealing things, no remorse, no regret for hurting people. And the Bible says that one day, suddenly, after the tribulations, uh, immediately after the tribulations of those days, the sun will turn into darkness. The moon itself will turn into blood. The stars of heaven will fall to the earth and the sky will roll back. And then everybody, every tribe will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds. And the tribes of the earth will mourn. Because then everybody will have an immediate revelation of Jesus Christ. But because of sin, because sin is still a part of you you will immediately know that you are condemned. But people today, you do not have to be condemned. You do not have to go another day, another moment being condemned. You can experience eternal life today. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what sin you have committed. It doesn't matter what lifestyle you've lived. If you would repent and renounce the works of sin Jesus Christ will accept you. Jesus Christ accepts all who are willing to repent. Jesus Christ accepts everybody. In fact, the Bible says that he has already died for all sin. All sin is already paid for. And it's a free gift that you just have to take hold of. By repentance, by turning away from your own way and turning to the way of the Son of Man or turning to the way of Jesus Christ. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. That's all Jesus wants from you. He just wants you to surrender to him. He doesn't want you to make it up to him. He doesn't want you to to make your wrongs right. He's already made your wrongs right on the cross. And all he wants from every one of us today is to repent. God is not willing that anyone would perish, but that all would have eternal life. And so we are not we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've seen demons come out of people. We've seen the sick healed. Yes, we've seen these things. God is, God is a supernatural God. He's able to give you that supernatural power to help you overcome your sins, even your sin. Amen, amen. Everybody, my sin, everybody's sin, it takes supernatural power. It takes a supernatural God to live inside of you. It takes a supernatural God to change you. You cannot just change on yourself by yourself. You cannot just use willpower to follow the ways of God. And so that's what we are preaching. That's the good news. You it's a free gift. You don't have to do anything for it. You don't you you don't have to earn it. You don't have to beg for it. Jesus has already taken a care of your sin. He's already put it down. He's already put it to death. He condemned sin in his own flesh by by death on a cross. And so I know it sounds like fairy tales to, to a lot of you, but I'm telling you, if you taste and see that the Lord is good, if you would just believe, if you would just turn from your sins, turn from your wicked ways, and turn to the ways of the kingdom of heaven, you will begin to experience the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the only way you will overcome this life. The the Holy Spirit is the only way you will survive and prevail in these end times. Because there is a light coming, a false light coming. The light of Lucifer is coming. The light of the devil is coming. A false light, a false enlightenment, which is already working in the world. It will come again. And the thing is, God says that because he is not going to strive with flesh forever, there is coming a great delusion. God says, I will send strong delusion that they may believe a lie because they did not come to the truth. So they won't be preachers on the street corner forever eventually you'll be looking for a man of God or for someone that is preaching the word of God and you won't be able to find it. The Bible talks about a famine in the land, not of food, but of the word of God. You don't understand how privileged you are today to hear the gospel, to hear the gospel on the street corners, to hear the gospel on the internet, to hear the gospel at church, at the workplace, so many people are sharing the gospel today. But so many people are rejecting it, sadly. But God has not rejected you. Although you have rejected God, God has not rejected you. Because if he had rejected you, he wouldn't have died for you. And so because he died for you, that means God has not rejected you, but he's given you time. He's given you time to repent time to change from your ways. So is there anyone who wants to taste that living water today? Is there anyone who's looking for fulfillment, spiritual fulfillment? People think that they could get to God by their own way. People think that they could do enough good deeds and that they'll be pleasing to God. But even, our, even the best of us, we still fall short. Even the best of us, even the, the person that lived the best in their own willpower, they still fall short of God. Why? Because God is a holy God. He has to be holy. Because without holiness, everything would fall apart. If God had any bit of compromising in him, everything in creation will fall apart. God is precise, everything is being held together by the power of his word. Even the constellations, even things in outer space, even things in science, when we look uh, under a microscope, there's always a precise mathematical equation to everything in creation because God is a God of science. He is a God of knowledge. And so because God is perfect and eternal, He could not tolerate sin. So God within himself sent his son, Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is through whom all things were created. So when I'm talking about mankind, all of mankind comes from the light. When Jesus said, let there be light, that was the light of man. So when he came on the earth and took upon the sins of the land, or took upon the sins of the people, he was the only one who could do it because he was the one who created us all. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. All things, even you. And that's why he came. He came looking for you as a lost sheep. I was lost at one point, super lost, super lost. I look back on my life and I wonder, man, I thank God for the glorious light of the gospel because it has enlightened me. And that's the thing. Once you are enlightened by the gospel, you can't turn back. Once you are true, I'm not talking about going to church. I'm not talking about going to church to soothe your conscience. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being born again. Once you see the way of God, you cannot turn back. It's just the way it is. And so we are patiently waiting for our king to come back. But Jesus is not willing that any one of you here perish. I'm not willing that you perish. I don't want to see people go to hell. I don't like hearing, turning on the news and hearing that people got shot. People died. People got raped. Children are being abducted. How much child prostitution do we have in this land today? And yet we just walk on by every day like nothing happens or that nothing is happening so much is happening so much is happening in this world this life this world this 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 dispensation currently this dispensation of time is a ticking time bomb because at one point i'm telling you right now when when they start sexualizing children god is going to have enough of that that's going to be the end and we're already seeing that We're already seeing that today. Can't even send your kids to school because they're perverting them in the classroom. We're seeing that today. And so God is winding this thing down. So will you respond to the gospel or will you keep walking by like you don't need God? God bless you.